Welcome to Faked, an original podcast highlighting the underground world of counterfeit illegal items around the world and how to spot them. Whether you're traveling the world or buying online, Faked will be your guide. With your host, Joseph Rowan, you'll explore the many ways counterfeiters can pull off disguising everyday consumer items as the genuine good. Welcome back to Faked Podcast. If it's not your first time, welcome for the first time. Hopefully you guys enjoy what you hear and uh, continue to listen. Check out the entire archive of all of the episodes. And without further ado, let's talk about fake smartphones. Let's go. All right, so we all don't need to talk about the history of smartphones because most of us lived the history of smartphones. Um, and if you didn't, you're very young uh, because it's smartphones are just, uh, what do we got? We got about like 15 years under the belt. Mm, maybe 20. Yeah, 20, 20 plus years under the belt of uh, smartphones. So very new, but um, very valuable. And that is what leads us to this whole conversation about fake smartphones and how rampant it really runs. Um, and I know most of us buy... You know, mo- most of us go to Verizon, most of us go to um, T-Mobile, and we get our smartphones, the newest one, and they kind of encourage you to buy from them just because they give you these crazy, whether it's a rebate or just like an instant discount for the trade-in. So most of us don't experience the secondary market, but the secondary market is very much alive and very much well in this sense. It's crazy. So we'll talk about that. But I do want to, instead of talking about the history of smartphones, because again, we we mostly know that, I want to talk about inventor and um, legendary scientist Nikola Tesla. Okay. Um, And I know we're going going back to the 26, okay, 1926. Um, So almost 100 years ago, we're going to talk about one of the interviews that was done with him about what he thought would be such a crazy revolutionary idea of having something that information is going to bring everybody together so let's talk about it all right so i am not going to do whatever i believe his accent to be so i'm just probably just gonna do it with maybe a lower voice with a beautiful melodic um music over it to make it seem a little awesome all right so here is nikola tesla When wireless is perfectly applied, the whole earth will be converted into a huge brain, which in fact it is, all things being particles of a real and rhythmic whole. We shall be able to communicate with one another instantly, irrespective of distance. Not only this, but through television and telephony, we shall see and hear one another as perfectly as though we were face to face. Despite intervening distances of thousands of miles and the instruments through which we shall be able to do, his will be amazing. Amazingly simple compared with our present telephone, a man will be able to carry one in his vest pocket. So, besides me totally screwing that up, um, you know, that is uh, extremely insightful considering it was the 1900s and early 1900s. So that is where kind of smartphones, um, the idea of them became obtained, I guess, because, you know, that that creates benchmark. You know, when we see something like that made or someone predicts something, generally it becomes 
an obsession for some people that read their work, that are scientists, that maybe they just didn't get to finish their work, and then they go into making this stuff, and hence why we have smartphones now and um, just small phones in general. So, okay, without further, um, you know, bad quotes from people, badly done quotes, I guess the quote itself is actually pretty solid, but uh, me um, interpreting them through... (laughs) vocal dramatization was bad. So let's uh, let's go into what the actual counterfeit market looks like. Okay, so counter, counterfeiting high-end smartphones um, is apparently huge in China. Okay, so let's bring up the latest knockoff smartphone report, um, which is Antutu, A-N-T-U-T-U. They're the ones that do these knockoff smartphone reports. So that kind of just brings into play what uh, how big this is and um you know who it affects because obviously there's money that goes into these reports and stuff to hopefully curb um these knockoffs to then not hurt the bottom line of some of these phone companies so 4.24 percent of the phones that ran the company's benchmark were knockoffs so that equals 572,303 confirmed fakes out there just based off this single sample so there are more than a billion smartphones on the market, which basically brings to, I guess, the number down to millions and millions of knockoffs. So let's uh, let's talk about what scenario are you going to be in to where you may buy a fake smartphone. Okay, so let's talk about this. Um, probably one of the biggest ones is going to be ordering through eBay, ordering through Facebook, ordering at, or maybe going to a garage sale, uh, you know, these meetups, because... Uh, they're just going to give it to you probably, you know, barely charged. You're not going to be able to run any of these tests. At least that's what the idea is. They're not going to think you're going to be able to. But if you come with a nice spec sheet and you go into the settings, you'll be able to tell the difference. But the difference between these, uh, the smartphone prices, I mean, you've seen some new ones that aren't knockoffs that can go for $99. So just imagine how cheap these, you know, these smartphones can be made with a basic LED screen um app like one of those um little small i think they're what do they call pie basically they're like a computer chip that you can program in your house and then um insert it into a shell which would be like the plastic covering or metal covering and then maybe suddenly you've got 12 bucks into this thing and uh boom you can you know flip it for 200 so there is definitely money to be made, um, but let's talk about how do we spot the counterfeit phones, okay? So this would be whether we're looking at the, the images online, uh, but again, they could use fake images. We know we, we've talked about this before, but when it's physically in your hand, because ideally you'd want to meet up with whoever this is in order to actually examine it because, or, or maybe go through eBay's um, buyer back guarantee, which um, would then guarantee that you can return it if it's fake. So if you do get it, then you can return it. Um, and then hopefully you don't have to pay the shipping costs because that also is annoying. So shoddy exterior and software. So the most obvious place to detect a fake smartphone is the exterior design. Okay, so the buttons in the wrong place, bezels that just don't look right, or like the camera housing that isn't flush when it should be. So well-executed dodgy devices aren't so easy to detect um, from the outside. So that's why we kind of start here. So if you're dealing with a private seller, the first port of call is to ensure the device turns on. You know, that seems pretty obvious, but, you know, there are a lot of trusting people out there. And that's what this whole podcast is all about, is making sure you're not too trusting. It's not bad to trust, but, um, 
you know, there should be reverence to the fact that there are people out there trying to scam you and they're trying to get some of that, some of that money. So um, even if you're not there in person, the, sh the seller should be able to provide images with the screen on and probably even send you a short video or a GIF of them flicking through the UI. And if you're not familiar with UI, that's the user interface. That's what we use every day on our phone when we turn it on and we go through the apps, we go through all that stuff. That's the user interface. So never be afraid to ask for a closer look at the screen, um, even if it's just for cracks and scratches. All right. So, and this is the mantra that we live by. So if it's if a deal sounds good, too good to be true, it probably is. doesn't mean it always is because you could be going to like a, a garage sale and maybe a grandma is just trying to get rid of stuff and maybe she's got an apple something for 40 bucks and you're like wow that's a good deal okay but um you know it's it's likely that it's not fake because it's a grandma and you just inherently trust them but i just i did just say don't trust anybody even grandmas um so you could just go through the list of what we're talking about so Knockoff software is usually a dead giveaway, particular if the UI or app icons just don't match the manufacturer's official device theme. Like uh, Samsung has a very particular UI, Google Pixel does too, and um, you can get to know a new device by watching some YouTube videos or reviews. If if maybe you're switching it up, because I personally wouldn't know what Google like what Google's looks like. I think they they look pretty similar, but because uh, I'm a Samsung guy, so I would 100% be able to tell that but um yeah i guess you can look up this stuff online so watch for strange looking home screens and icons missing features or menus or non-standard pre-installed apps so you might even be asking yourself well what's the deal if this is fake if it's if i'm getting a better deal and it's the same thing well for one you probably won't get many of the updates if that's the uh the case you're not going to get the updates you're not going to get the support and you're just going to be stuck with probably an inferior product that's going to cannibalize itself eventually because it's not made for longevity it's made for um you to spend money on and then it to die okay so let's just let's talk about following general buying rules okay so don't agree to pay outside official play platforms like venmo or ebay uh, where you're not protected so that's what we're talking about is the buyer back guarantee so it's always good to have that because if they're asking for it outside of it they're there to screw you over um, try to meet in a mutual agreeable location and avoid requests to bring cash um, and we say that because um it's just yeah like hey i'm gonna rob you hey let's go meet uh let's go meet at a um what is it uh, like a like behind this dumpster and uh, make sure you bring a bunch of cash so it, it's just it's weird request i mean it's not bad to deal in cash i don't think so but um and most of the time it probably will end up like that but i think um it's like the requests that make it weird because you're like hmm, all right well that's you know very very specific and we could do paypal we could do venmo we could do all this stuff so as always pushy unofficial sellers won't answer uh the detailed question and that's a major warning sign as well okay so now that you've met up with this person behind this dumpster no um but in a in a very very agreeable place that's nice and well lit so evaluate the phone yourself okay so while it's not always possible um, checking out secondhand and refurbished phones in person before handing over 200 300 bucks is 
pretty solid. So then you get to check out like the physical condition, run some like simple tests, and then that's just how you get to determine whether it's not re- like whether it's real or not. So okay, check that the hardware matches up. So performance is important when buying a new smartphone. And it's the main point that victims notice after purchases. So you can look at us up online, look on YouTube, just look up like fake Samsung UI. And there are tons of videos of people like, shoot, hey, um, got this. Might as well make a funny video out of it because it sucks. So counterfeit um, handsets often include cheaper processors, which stutter and lag their way through daily use. So now it becomes a problem that you spent 300 bucks on when only for a little bit more, you would have gotten the real deal. So some apps and toggles uh, won't even run if the operating system is only like skin deep. Um, and then have a, and what I mean by that is, like let's say they just designed the first level of it. So you, you hit settings and uh, within the settings bar, there's like brightness and that's it. There's not the 400 other things um, that a normal Samsung would have or Android. So that's huge. So have a good dig through the uh, the OS, just the operating system there, and a few apps to ensure everything works correctly. So some of the apps that are unique to that phone, check them out. Okay, that's generally good advice for buying used or refurbished phones anyway, so just do that. Okay, so a fake smartphone will also skimp out on hardware to make a, pro- a profit. So the most common scams involve using poor quality cameras, uh, omitting the NFC, which is the near field communication. That's like how you tap to pay. Um, and then obviously the fingerprint components, that would be huge because it's like built into glass now. And then even running custom homebrew software or just cheaper processors. So um, it's very easy to find official spec sheets from handset um manufacturers online just to double check so check out the display resolution ui themes and processing hardware they're the best ways to check for counterfeit software so make sure all the hardware works Uh, maybe if you are going somewhere um maybe plan for it to be next to where wi-fi is uh so like a mcdonald's parking lot so toggle the wi-fi does that work if you've got bluetooth on your uh, car you know Check it out. Make sure the Bluetooth works. GPS, NFC, all these things need to work or else it's fake. Okay, so maybe even connect um, it to like a network just to make sure that it's getting updates. It's it's recognizing. <laughs> That's a huge thing. So checking that the facial recognition and fingerprint scanner options are actually in the security systems menu. Um, so it's just all these things to kind of look out for to make sure you're not getting screwed over. Um, and then just obviously test out the camera. <laughs> I mean... You, you pretty much know what a camera should look like. If you're buying an older phone, you know, whatever. You know, I know some of those are a little worse, but um, today they are immaculate. So make sure both the front and back cameras work and have all the features promised with the device. And that's that spec sheet that I was telling you. So make sure you print that off maybe beforehand. Again, if you're dropping 300, 400 bucks, you're going to want as much information in, in front of you as possible. So make sure a wide angle lens uh, is present if it says it is, and then a telephoto zoom. So a fake cameras app uh, features and layouts are always different from the official software. So finally, take a picture and check the megapixel count. You can do this by pressing the info button in the default gallery app or Google Photos. An inferior camera module will uh, be easy, pretty easy to spot based on the photos it takes. Even as viewed in the phone, you'll just be able to tell like by zooming in stuff. All right, so... Here's kind of a cool thing too. So run, it's called CPUZ. 
Um, a counterfeit processor is a major red flag and will ruin your experience with your new phone. So it's worth comparing the chip in the phone against the official spec sheet. So you don't need to take the phone apart to do it. Just quickly install CPU-Z, assuming the phone can install apps would be good, uh, or actually connect to the Play Store. So the app will give you a rundown of the key processing and low-level software components inside the phone, and it's much harder to spoof. So once installed, you can check out details about the uh, CPU and GPU hardware on the um, opening page. So if you're not really into the technical stuff, the device tab will give you the name of the processor, chip under hardware, um, again, assuming you can get there, compare that value against the device's official spec sheet. So you'll also find the amount of RAM and the phone's display resolution listed in this page. Um, and obviously anything that differs from that, eh, it's fake, okay? You got a knockoff on your hand, okay. Next up, let's talk, talk about the cross-check um, of the IMEI number. And that's like a unique 15-digit um, cellular phone modem code. So um, we just talked about all this different stuff, um, but it won't help against stolen or blacklisted items. So this is how you get into that. So this um, IMEI number gets registered against the phone's make and model, and um, carriers use the IMEI number to blacklist or block phones if they're stolen. So this is a way to make sure you're not holding some hot device so you can find a phone's IMEI number in the About Phone section in an Android settings menu. Alternatively, you can type um, pound zero six pound into the phone's dialer and a box will pop up with the number. So you'll also find the IMEI device um, number, I guess, printed on the phone's box. So that makes it kind of a cinch to double check. So popping the number into the imei.info website will give you the breakdown of the handset status. So whether it's stolen, it's blacklisted, you, that means you just won't be able to ever attach it to a SIM. Um, it'll never find its way onto the market again, and you've got a bricked phone. Okay, so after all of what we just talked about, if you've already been scammed, what the heck are you to do now? Okay, so it's not always possible to check all these things out. Um, but if you end up with a dud handset, it's not necessarily the end of the road, okay? So legal protections will vary depending on the country of residence, and chasing up fraudulent sellers is often a lost cause. But, okay, your payment method can offer a level of protection. Obviously not cash, but um, maybe through something, you know, online, whether you did PayPal or whatever. So Again, try to avoid paying in cash due to the lack of paper trail and the inability to recover the payment. Okay, you're never going to get that cash back. So, um, credit cards are often better than debit, cash cards, or bank transfers in this regard, too. Your bank can usually dispute a transaction to obtain a chargeback. So, um, always check your bank specific um, terms and conditions. PayPal offers inclusive um, buyer protection when buying online. So, Kind of cool to use that if you wanted to buy something because then at least you can return it or you can get your money back. So um, let's see. Most digital means um, of payment offer some protection against fraudulent merchants. So that's good. 
keep it online. So try to obtain proof of purchase and a detailed item description from the seller to act as evidence just in case, because they'll probably delete the post afterwards and you'll have nothing. So it's also a good idea to familiarize yourself with the seller's reputation online via reviews and forum posts before committing to a purchase. This could be like a website that just popped up out of nowhere. Um, and we talk about fake websites in a previous episode, so check that one out if you are curious about how to determine whether a website is real or not, or if it's going to be there very, very long, or what are the kind of measures you can take to determine whether it's you know, a proper website and not just a pop-up shop that's going to steal stuff from you. So um, that's pretty pretty good. I would say uh, to make sure that you do have um, some sort of means in order to get your money back, um, kind of safeguard yourself just in case. Um, because, again, you know it, it does happen. And uh, once you've given that cash away outside of the legal system, which is not going to – I mean, they're not going to probably help you. They're going to say, hey, you should have listened to fake podcasts. You know, I think that's what they would say. It would be my guess. Um, so, guys, yeah, that is uh, fake or counterfeit phones, okay? So, obviously, there's a huge market for it. It exists. Uh, apparently, most of it comes from China, but uh, it's definitely found its way here, and people are more than willing to strip you of your money and give you a faulty phone that's going to be worse than... Yeah, just like, I guess it's just like, it could be a new Samsung phone, like a 23, and be worse than 10 years ago phones, because again, it does not matter. The screen's not going to be OLED, it's frequency is going to be awful, like the refresh rate's going to be god-awful, the camera's going to be terrible. They're just there to get your money. So remember, guys, with faked items, there are those who produce them, those who purchase them, and those that listen to this podcast. I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.